Welcome to Daily Coaching for Women Entrepreneurs. I'm Sarah Nemechek, and this is where I share quick mindset shifts to guide you each day in your business. Business as a woman entrepreneur is personal, so let's have fun building your business without leaving your humanity at the door. I will teach you to be your whole human self in your business so you make more money, have more fun, and still have a life when you leave the office. Listen on to find out how. Winning is fun, but what about when it's not the win you're hoping for or when it's a giant flop? Most of us go through life avoiding failure. Today, I want you to consider how failing is something to seek out and learn to do well, because the better you fail, the more you succeed. Let's start by defining failure and why we work so hard to avoid it. A quick Google search defines failure as a lack of success or inability to meet an expectation. So a simple working definition when it comes to attempting things in your life and business is that a failure or a fail results when you expect a certain income, income, a certain outcome, and it doesn't turn out that way. When you put it that way, a fail sounds pretty benign. But our brains tell us that failure will result in ridicule, being ostracized from the group, and probably death to our future and our safety. I certainly lived my life this way for most of it, decades. If I didn't think I could succeed quickly and without a lot of pain, I avoided so many things. I didn't like to try new stuff. I was like, oh, I'll look stupid. They'll laugh at me. If I can't do it, you know, what's the point? All those things. But here's the thing. Doing that made my life kind of bland and mediocre. It was not interesting. So after years of resisting failure and ignoring the numerous experts on the matter of failure, telling me that, hey, failure is actually something to seek out and celebrate, it finally started to click. So here's how I look at failure now and how I've practiced getting better at it. Being good at failure means you practice making decisions, taking action, and learning from the results whether they're what you expected, which is a win, or not what you expected, which we would call a fail. Not because it's a bad thing. It just is a thing. You don't make the winning or the failing mean anything about your worth as a human. You attempt lots of things because you know that no actual harm will come to you if you don't get the outcome you expected or hoped for. In fact, you get more information and you grow. It's like the concept that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You can say, I'm not going to take any shots because if I miss, someone's going to laugh at me and I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Or you can take 100 shots and probably make at least a couple of them while also learning a lot about the process as you go, building some strength, and maybe even earning some respect and making friends from being in the arena. If failing is extremely uncomfortable for for you right now, the best thing to do is to start taking more action and creating evidence for yourself that you can do things, fail, live, learn, and then do it again. The more you do this and the less time between each action, the more comfort you develop with this process and the more trust, love, and confidence you build in yourself. The willingness to fail is key to all the goal setting and achieving that we talked about this week. And to be clear, there is a spectrum of failure out there. There are little fails and big fails, and there are fails that happen from not showing up or half-assing things, 
versus fails from going all in and things just not going as you planned. The best fails for growth are the ones where you go all in with expectation for success. Like you're really believing, like if I do this, this is very likely to happen and let's find out. Like I'm curious, let's test it. But you in that are not attaching your emotional wellness to the outcome. You're like, I'm curious, not everything is banking on this. And when you do this, sometimes you succeed, but when you don't get the expectation that you planned for, which is why how we defined fail in, on Google, right? When you have that fail, you learn something useful. But here's the thing. When you don't go all in or you don't show up fully or you half-ass something because you're hold, hedging your bets, holding yourself back, you aren't sure it will work, all those things, the results that you get, win or lose, are really not anywhere near as useful because it's really not clear what did or didn't work. Was it what you did? Was it how you did it? Was it you? Was it the time? Was it other things? Was it that you didn't do something? Like, you don't know because you didn't go all the way. So then it's very easy to get in that whole headspace of, well, it was a fluke. Maybe I don't know how to recreate it, that kind of stuff. Whereas when you go all in and you're okay with failing, you learn so much more. So the best way to fail is to identify your goals, be honest about your obstacles, and then take action to keep overcoming those obstacles until you reach your goal. Nothing has gone wrong when you have a fail along the way. The only real failure is if you give up on yourself and completely quit. When you see failure this way, you get to learn, grow, and have more fun along the way. And you know I like fun. And ultimately, you actually succeed even more when you're willing to do the failing along the way. Remember, if you always win, you're probably not playing big enough. If you fail sometimes, it means you're doing it right. So give yourself all the love today for being in the arena, playing on a bigger field, and fishing in a bigger pond. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. And remember to get your daily dose of coaching here every weekday. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with one friend you think would appreciate it. Want more like this? Find all the ways to get more or work with me on my website at sarahnemichek.com. Music